Hello. Wow. It almost feels like we've been here before. Uh, <laughs> uh, great. The good old internet. Um, so, <laughs> how are you since the last time we talked? Um, I'm still the same. I'm still doing well. Just kind of bummed out that, you know, the internet is being the internet. <laughs> Whether it's, if it's people on the internet or just the internet in general, it'll always find a way to annoy you. Um, <laughs> so, um, yeah, so as I might have said before in a previous life, um, you do music, you do OnlyFans, you do skateboarding, you do professional wrestling. So how do you balance all of it? So it's really easy for me to balance um, all of those different activities. Um, because like for me, skateboarding and my music is like an outside hobby aside from wrestling. Mm-hmm. And um, for me, uh, having that outside, uh, you know, those outside hobbies, it keeps me sane and it keeps me grounded in my wrestling. Um, mm-hmm. Because for me, it's almost like um, I'm not losing myself in wrestling. I have an outlet to still show me like, hey, this is who you are outside of wrestling. Um, mm-hmm. it's, it's really hard for me to explain but like it just keeps me grounded. Yeah, no problem. If if that past recording ever gets out, we would have already explained it. But who knows? Um, <laughs> so you're into making your own music. Um, was this something you picked up after wrestling, or is it something you picked up since you started? So it's definitely something that I picked up after wrestling, but it was more so like a, a pandemic hobby. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was something that I could do alone without anybody around me, you know, because of like social distancing and all those things. So I would just practice uh, at my friend's warehouse. That's how I started. Like my friend, he uh, he started showing me the ropes at his warehouse. And then um, me and my friend, we started living together. And then he had his own uh, turntable set up in his house. And I would just practice there all day long, too. Mm-hmm. Ah, yes. What a guy. <laughs> absolutely uh love him to death and so happy that you know he showed me he also was the one who got me back into skateboarding because skateboarding was something that i did when i was in middle school but i never learned any tricks it was more so just like learning how to push uh around on the skateboard but you know once the pandemic started i needed something to do that i could do by myself and it was skateboarding and dj nice so um yeah i could only imagine that guy, he's like, okay, I've walked in an hour and a half. Yeah, sleep. Here we go. Ah, oh, what's that? Ah, Taylor's playing music again. <laughs> yes, absolutely. But the, the thing is, he would never really get mad at me for because, like, for me, I would never spend late at night. Like, I would never yeah. practice my DJing late at night. It's the only time I would practice late at night is if he felt up to it because we we would go like track for track with each other. Like, I would spin a track, he would spin a track. Um, nice. But for me, I like to practice early in the morning, like as soon as I wake up before I even brush my teeth. That's like my favorite time to practice. Mm-hmm. He's 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 um he's he's just waking up about to make himself some food and you're like hey, listen to this, what do you think? <laughs> yes, absolutely. Like we get the coffee going, get the morning coffee going, get the turntables going, and then we just go track for track until we both are like, all right, I'm done. I want to sit down and eat some food. <laughs> he's like okay, I just want some pizza. <laughs> 
That was good. <laughs> um, so, you also do an OnlyFans, and which is great. Um, are you happy that OnlyFans is becoming more accepted in wrestling and the world as a whole, and more people in the wrestling business are finding a way to profit from it? Um, so, I am definitely glad that it's more accepted um you know it's it's not something that you have to hide anymore it's not something that's frowned upon anymore i don't even understand why it was something that was frowned upon to me i'm uh i support sex workers and i believe sex work is work so do what you have to do to make whatever means of money you have to make um you shouldn't be judged for that and as far as wrestling, I'm glad that more wrestlers are starting to realize, like, hey, this is something that I can profit off of. Because, like, you don't have to only post nudes and stuff to OnlyFans. You know, I see a lot of wrestlers using it to post their cosplays or to post, uh, you know, whatever side hustles that they have going on, whether it be gaming, cosplaying or whatever. So it's definitely I'm, I'm glad that it's becoming more mainstream. Yeah, I guess we could call it that. Mainstream, that's definitely the correct word. Um, so, yeah, I think it's just, you know, 40-year-old Karens that are like, you know, that's not a real job. You're trying to get a real job. Like, okay, Karen. Uh, Karen. <laughs> Karen, yeah, the, the Karens and my mom. Like, I just recently got slut-shamed by my mother. It was fun. Ooh, that's fun. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it was fun. It's just like my mom is like a, a super like hardcore Christian woman and she just wants me to be super modest. And I just I had to tell her I'm like, I'm not a modest woman. I'm a modern day woman. And I yes, I sir. do. I do where I please. I'm sorry. I'm like receiving text messages as we're speaking. <laughs> right. It's just like your mom's like, are you talking about me again? Uh, <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, with OnlyFans, and this is actually a great story. Um, what is the weirdest message you've received? So the weirdest message, um, which is it's fun to talk about this again, but I had a person on OnlyFans uh, message me and ask asked me if I sell feet pics so it was never really a market that I thought about getting into but like I consider it after talking to like friends about it mm-hmm. so I'm like yeah sure I'll, I'll sell you some feet pics I just thought they wanted like just normal pictures of my feet no this wow. person wanted me to send them a picture of me sucking my own toes as if I'm like a baby or something and I was just like I don't think I responded to the message but I was just like in my head I'm like this is not something that I'm into this is not my kink I don't want to kink shame but this isn't my kink you're just like hmm, where is the block button Seriously, I think I did uh, end up blocking that person, but um, which I don't, it, it's weird. I don't often block people on OnlyFans because, like, for the most part, most of my uh, followers are pretty respectful. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Uh, yeah, except for that one person. I have one person who, I don't know, I don't know what goes through his head. Um, so, you are obviously also a professional wrestler, an absolutely amazing professional wrestler at that. And um, you have worked for a handful of companies. So who is the favorite company you've worked for? And yes, I'm making you choose. 
Okay, so my favorite promotion would have to be the promotion that I'm currently working for, which is Super Crazy Pro Wrestling. Mm -hmm. They are located in Westville, New Jersey, um, and it is a Black-owned promotion, too. Um, So, you know, working for them has been amazing. I started working for them back in June of... uh, june of this year and actually had my first match with them and yes it's been it's just been nothing but a pleasant time working for them because like they really it's like i feel like when i'm at their training uh like their training sessions i can ask questions i can get one-on-one coaching um if i need help with anything um they're always there to listen so it's just a, a very like welcoming environment and it feels like a family unit when i'm there as all wrestling companies should be, but hey, it's wrestling. So, um, I got, I got to, oh, as all companies should be, you should try and make your talent feel welcome. Your talents should never feel like they're unwelcome there, and if they do, you're doing something wrong. Shout out to you, CZW. Um, but <laughs> um, yes, that's a suit. If anyone at CZW comes to me. Um, <laughs> um, someone else I love about you. I really wanted to get that in. Um, someone else I love about you. Someone else I love about you is that you're very um, outspoken, and you know if somebody does something wrong, you'll call them out on it. So, how important do you think it is to call people out on their bullshit to try and make wrestling a better place for everyone? Um, to me, is it's vital. Because, like, there are so many people, like, there are, like, what's that term? Uh, Wolves in sheep's clothing. Like, there are a bunch of people out there who are, like, secretly bullies, secretly abusers, but they're hiding underneath, um, you know, being like, oh, I'm a mental health advocate. But you were just bullying someone who suffered from a mental illness. You were just bullying someone who you know, is struggling with their home situation. And now you want to go out and act like you're a mental health advocate and write books on mental health and try to preach about mental health on social media. And it's just like, it's fake. It's so, it's so weird how it's easy for you to fake your personality in wrestling. Like people are so out of touch in the wrestling industry. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It's it's not great. Like, um, I think, more people need to realize um, certain things um, that make that will help you realize that you know if this person's like oh you know I really want to like you know help you in your career and then they go up to someone who's like you know I think I should like totally squash her you're like it's not a great average company or professional wrestling or professional wrestling is. That's something where everyone's to try and support everyone, but you know, some wrestlers are fucking still at high school or something. I don't know. Uh, um, <laughs> uh, um, that's wrestling. I mean, yeah. And it's like uh, for you to, you know, when you know, we had our conversations about my time at CZW, I experienced a lot of that. Like, I experienced people who, because I have bipolar disorder and I also suffer from borderline personality disorder. So um, having interactions with people when I was at CZW wasn't the easiest because I would come off like very awkward and very shy and like couldn't complete any of my sentences because I was just too afraid to talk to people. And they cut a bunch of promos making fun of my like social phobia 
and stuff like that. And when I put that out there on Facebook, they went and hurried up and deleted those promos off YouTube. So now you can't even find any of them. And it's like, that was the poor treatment that I went through when I was there. And that's why I'm so fortunate and happy to be at Super Crazy. Because I don't have to deal with any of that. Like, they know about my mental health issues and they still make me feel like I'm a human being. Okay, yeah. Fuck you, CW. Seriously, fuck them. Ah, uh, it's okay. You know, I saw pictures of the event. You know, it's literally just four or five fifty-year-old men who love America who are going to the events. Yeah, fuck you, CW. Um, but anyways, um, so you obviously have. <laughs> I'm so happy I'm finally going to take sorts of company. Um, so <laughs> uh, lovely. So, um, you've there's also seen photos of you as a manager and um, in your time. So what is more enjoyable, being a manager or being in the ring? To be honest, it's so hard because I actually love both. Uh, I kind of love being in the ring more, but being a manager is helping me, you know, with my in-ring ability because one of the things that I kind of struggle with is my confidence in the ring. So I feel like being a manager is only going to help my confidence. So it's kind of like uh, I equally like both. Mm -hmm. I think you're doing absolutely amazing and you are taking stride by stride every day. I think um, by, I think more people will know your name at some point. Um, Thank you so much. You're welcome. So, um, what is wrestling is all about advice. If you get good advice that can help you, that's great. So, um, what is the best piece of advice you've received in your career? Let's see, the best piece of advice. Um, so, a lot of the people at the promotion that I work for now, they just tell me to be myself. Um, and don't be afraid to be myself. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's the best advice that you can give someone in wrestling because, you know, with wrestling, we get so wrapped up in being a gimmick or creating a gimmick or being this larger than life character that, you know, if you just keep it simple and just be yourself, then that will outshine anything. I feel like wrestling, with wrestling, if you just be yourself and that's something the crowd can vibe off and then you can just take that and skyrocket absolutely and i feel like that's what i'm trying to do now it's like i, I don't really call my my character a character or a gimmick i'm just out there being myself that's all i can be you are a very cool person so thank um, you you're welcome so um if you want a wrestler, because you have so many talents, if you want a wrestler, what career do you think you would be doing? Ooh, I would definitely still be pursuing modeling because that's something that I started when I was 16 years old. I actually was supposed to start when I was 13, but my mom thought I was too young, so I had to wait until I was 16. So modeling, or I would um, be pursuing DJing because like, that's something that, you know, I, I really want to get into. Um, I really want to start doing events and everything. So either DJing or modeling, if I wasn't a wrestler. I love how um, one weekend you could be dropping someone with a brain buster and then the next day making a remix about it. That's exactly. Cool. <laughs> um, that's pretty cool. Like you drop, I don't know, I don't even know any names, drop someone and then like the next day, you and your friends are like, yeah, drop them on our head. Yeah. 
create a song about it. <laughs> yeah, make a fucking story then, where like you're having a match with them, and then all of a sudden your friend comes out <laughs> with like a TV remote, and it's like, hey, listen to this song comes out. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. You know, one thing that I want to get into, speaking of music, is um, hopefully one day I can get into uh, producing like wrestling themes because that's another thing that like I've been wanting to get into. That would be amazing. Oh, that would be so cool. And like, there is some people nowadays that are like, you know, producing the kind of, their own kind of music. So it's that I definitely feel like it's a market that um you can go into. Mm-hmm. Yep, absolutely. Um definitely something that I'm gonna like keep, you know, pushing towards um once I get some more free time because I feel like I'm doing so much as of late that I don't really have any free time for anything else. <laughs> you are a very busy person. Very uh, busy. Very busy. You know, one day skateboarding, one day OnlyFans, one day wrestling, one day DJing, one day um, calling superheroes on the fact that they're using a racist in their company. But, you know, one day calling people out on Twitter. You know, Twitter, a lot of people don't realize how Twitter is a full-time job on calling people out on their shit. Yeah, it is. I feel like I don't use any other, like, social media platform other than Twitter to call people out, and I'm not afraid to do it, like, because I, I, one part of me is just, like, I don't know, maybe it is Taylor Holly Combs being Taylor Holly Combs, but at the same time, it's like, I just want the wrestling industry to be a better place for everyone. Mm, I'm tired of the politics, I'm tired of, you know, people using, being friends with certain people to, you know, get ahead. (laughs) Yeah. I, I I can name a couple of people, but I'm not going to. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> so, um, so, do you have any ex in wrestling? I think we might have named a few, but is there anything in um, wrestling that just gets under your skin? Um. Well, one of the things I talked about it on Facebook before, and it was kind of like a controversial topic, but for me, it's like, if you're a wrestler and you're working in the indies, why the fuck are you commenting on WWE, like, pay-per-views or AEW pay-per-views as if you're still a fan? Yeah. Like, it makes no sense to me because it's like, me... Like, I, I can't take you serious as a wrestler if you're out here like, oh, my God, did you see that suicide dive? Hashtag WWE crown jewel. Like, it sounds so stupid coming from you, a wrestler. And it's like, I don't really see any, like, top indie wrestlers doing that. I only see people who are, like, babies in the industry doing that. Yeah, like, oh, my God, dude. Did you see, like, that Saudi Minute match that, um you know, Sami Guevara and... um Chris Jericho had last night. Hashtag AEW. Hashtag I love this pay per view. Hashtag yes, yes. Oh my god! Like that gets under my skin so much because it's like, at the end of the day, these promotions they look at your social media and if they see you tweeting or making posts as if you're a fan, they're not going to take you serious at all. And this is something that I learned. You know, one of the good things that I learned while I was at CZW was like how to carry yourself on social media. Um, that was probably one of the few 
things that I could take away from working at that promotion. They're absolutely right on that. I mean, it's like you have to present yourself like a star in order to be taken seriously. And a lot of people don't realize or understand that. Yeah, and I also feel like especially this year, obviously like middle end of last year, start of this year, a lot of people with what came out recently about wrestling on social media and stuff, a lot of wrestlers will tweet something. Um, when they're younger, and then forget to delete it, and then it will just be brought back up again. And mm-hmm. a lot of people don't realize how your words can impact a future career in professional wrestling. If you treat someone out that is um, slightly controversial in a way that you know you definitely shouldn't have treated it out, then that's just a career killer. Absolutely, but I, I also feel like you know. Because there have been other wrestlers in the past where they said like super controversial statements and you know they were still still signed and hired by certain promotions. So I feel like it's like it's kind of good that we're on the topic of like this is kind of like cancel culture for me. Um, personally, I used to be someone who was big on cancel culture. Now, you know that I've matured a bit, I don't really think cancel culture is. Um, helpful in a way like it doesn't really help anyone because then it doesn't really give anyone like room to grow as a person and to mature and to grow from the things that they the horrible things that they said in the past so i don't know um it could be like it could be a career killer but i feel like a lot of these promotions are starting to understand that okay that was something that you said when you were like 13 i'm not really going to hold it against you um, just, you know, continue to show me that you're not that person anymore. So that you distance yourself, grown from, you know, you're not that person. And also, you know, for most of the people, when they did read that stuff, they weren't really thinking about mm-hmm. or they weren't really thinking about the circumstances. So as long as you've, you know, grown, I guess, and you're a different person, then you should definitely be given a chance. Um, I do feel like people sometimes um, do deep, do dig too deep into people's old stuff, and are like, "Oh, fuck this person," for like no real reason. You know what? I feel like it's kind of like the younger generation doing that because it's like it's like not saying that you know I agree with any. or I agree with how things were in the past, but there was just like a completely different society back when I was younger where certain words were accepted, certain phrases were accepted. And it's like with the younger generation, they kind of like try their hardest to like dig up, I don't know, bring like see the worst in people in a way. And it's like, okay, you have to understand like, yes, that was wrong. But back in that time period, it was kind of like accepted. So you can't really hold it against that person for being that way back in that time period because that was just the social norm back then. Like, wait and see if this person is still saying things like this and then hold them accountable. But, like, for the most part, most of these people have grown from their negative ways. So I feel like it shouldn't really be held against them if they're saying, like, you know, random shit online that they said when they were, like, 13 and 16. So... Yeah, and that's not to justify any, sorry, I don't want to stay on the subject too long, but that's not to justify, you know, anything 
or like I'm not trying to justify like anyone saying something that they shouldn't be saying, but at the end of the day, like I'm trying to like show that cancel culture isn't really helpful for anyone. You just have to allow people to, you know, grow. Yeah, just just be a better human being, really. Mm-hmm. Not that hard. And um don't walk for CCW that's the last time I'll say that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I cannot wait for the up the up wall. I'll get this from my tweet. Anyways, um so I love to end the podcast with a quick fire round, ask you a couple questions, just quick fire, and see what you will say. Is that okay? Okay, that's perfectly fine. Sweet. Okay, number one, dogs or cats? Cats. Okay. Um, <laughs> Say that again. Uh, favorite TV show? Ooh, uh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. I'm an anime fan. <laughs> oh, yes, anime is amazing. Have you watched? Um, I'm still fairly getting into anime, so that's gonna make me sound like I only watched one thing. But have <laughs> 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 you watched um, Attack on Titan? Oh, I, I used to watch it religiously, like, back in the, not back in the day, but, like, a yeah. few years ago, when I used to catch it on Toonami all the time. Nice. Yeah. That's going to make me sound like I only watch that. I'm literally only getting into anime, so please <laughs> don't come for me, people. Uh- no, no. Attack on Titan is something really good to, like, that's a really good introduction anime, so good on you. Thank you. Hey, that makes me feel happy. Uh- <laughs> uh, also, on the thing. I love cats too. I'm just more of a dog person. Um, okay. Uh, favorite event you've DJed at? Favorite event? I haven't really DJed at any events, but the, my favorite place to DJ is at my friend's warehouse because usually, like, we're all just out, you know, there hanging out and whatnot. So I'm still waiting to be booked at an event um, that should be coming up shortly, hopefully within the next year. Taylor's friend, you're a gentleman, great man. Um, <laughs> thank you for letting Taylor use her warehouse and realize her love for music. And also, um, finally, uh, a company you haven't walked for yet that you would love to walk for. Oh, this one's a no-brainer. Hopefully AEW one day, just because I feel like they need a little THC in their life. Hell fucking yeah. Um, <laughs> AW, I'm talking to you, Tony, um, and anyone else. If you need a DJ person who makes music, someone who's talented, you know, managerial and in the ring, someone who's a good talker, someone who's just good at basically everything, Taylor Holly Combs, get her on your show. She will walk wonders for you. So, AW, sign her up. Come on, man. Where's the money? So where the money? Come on, man. Seriously. Seriously, <laughs> man. Come on. <laughs> Grinding this shit for longer than you've been around, Tony. And you haven't even given a phone call yet. What's what's up with that, man? What's up with that? So, AW, get outside. Um, <laughs> so, so, suited in so many companies today. Um, thanks for coming on the podcast. It really meant a lot that you came on. Oh, no. Thank you so much for having me. I had so much fun talking to you today. Really enjoyed this. I've got to, um, yeah, I've always thought that you're someone who's had a very interesting um, career. He's very nice soul. So I really enjoyed talking to you. Thanks for coming on. Um, have a good weekend. 
same to you and don't be a stranger you know hit me up whenever you want to talk okay say that again oh you're breaking up i can't hear you okay. um if you want to plug anything you can uh, plug it now more to, oh um, Okay, um, so I am only on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. So my Facebook and Instagram is just at Teller Holly Combs. That's T-A-Y-L-O-R-H-O-L-L-Y-C-O-M-B-S. And my Twitter is THC Badlands, like bad and lands. <laughs> Amazing. Tony, she can also spell her name in a really cool way. Like, come on, man. There's so much money in this. Uh, <laughs> Seriously, Tony, you better be listening. Sign me. <laughs> yeah. Come on, man. Listen to the pod. Um, but yeah, thanks for coming on. Have a great um, weekend. And I cannot wait to see where your career goes. It's only going up. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. And like I said, I had so much fun talking to you today. You have a great weekend, too. Thanks. See you later. See you. Bye-bye. Bye, boy.